2: At The First Tee, we believe a good grip can be the foundation for success both on and off the golf course. We don't just teach golf. We teach life skills. And help drive young people to be the next generation of great mentors. To learn more, visit thefirsttee.org.
4: Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you.
5: Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf, featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only thirty nine ninety nine a dozen, and save thirty dollars on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You into golf offers an exclusive ninety day satisfaction guarantee. You into golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since nineteen seventy one.
4: Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, alongside Bob Casper, pleased to be with you for 20 years talking golf right here on Real Golf Radio. We got a fun show for you. It's a big week in Orlando, the PGA Merchandise Show, the annual gathering of all the PGA professionals and those in the business of golf. They all gather together with a chance to grow the game, introduce new products, and try to create an excitement and a buzz around consumers and golf going into the new year. We'll talk about a a lot of that. Our friend Jeremy Butler will stop by from Fujikura Golf. Ryan Ballingy stops by from golfnewsnet.com to talk about what he's seen out of the show. Plus, we'll welcome in America's favorite caddy. It's Jack Nicklaus's 80th birthday this week, and he had some stories to share with us. And Farmers Insurance Open in San Diego, Torrey Pines, South and North hosting this week. The big names are all back. There is a ton to talk about this week in the world of golf, and we're excited to be with you. Thanks for joining us. Just a reminder, you can catch us online at realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at Real Golf, and, of course, the other social instant, Facebook, is at Real Golf Radio, which, by the way, Bob, if you are following us or not following us, you need to do so because we're giving away some Maverick drivers, and I'm going to tell you more about my experience with the new Maverick, but uh, how do the folks at home win a new Maverick
3: driver? Well, we're going to be giving away three of them, so give us a follow, tag your friends, retweet, repost, like, and... Uh you'll be entered to win. Three drivers you know this
4: is Bob's idea on the three drivers by the way. I'm not sure how we're coming up with it I think Bob's working an extra job but we're giving away three <laughs> uh, Maverick drivers coming up on the show here on Real Golf Radio so give us a follow on our social pages and uh, we'd love to have you on board where you can continue the conversation join in as well because there's a lot to talk about on there in fact I, as I mentioned had a chance to get out and finally play that new Maverick driver and I posted some pictures posted some data Bob just the second T shot first T shot carried a bunker left side of the fairway. Second T shot threaded it down a real tight fairway and hit 295 yards. The third T shot. I hit it down a narrow gap of a canyon. Th- downhill, mind you, but 315 yards and split it. This was a, a hole where they used the big break, and I used to get so intimidated on this hole that I would lay up, and I just ripped that Maverick driver right down the middle, and it went on and on. I'm telling you, this thing is awesome. If you haven't checked it out, do so at callawaygolf.com. We'll get into all of this, PGA Show, big names at Torrey, Jack's 80th birthday, and, and more as we continue. Just getting started here on Real Golf
3: Radio. To be the number one irons in golf for five consecutive years and counting, Callaway can't stop pushing the limits. That's why they've used artificial intelligence to create the new Maverick irons. AI has uniquely engineered a flash face cup in every Maverick iron to maximize distance throughout your entire set. While each club's center of gravity is precisely positioned to optimize launch. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Get new distance at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one irons in golf.
1: Golf Course Superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, Golf Course Superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it, Jack Nicholas agrees.
7: If you love golf like I do, thank a Golf Course Superintendent.
1: A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played
4: or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft-fast core to give you the unheard-of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now, Chrome Soft X is available with triple-track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball
3: today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy Golf Bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 Stand Bag is ultra-sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry.
4: While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now or check it out at OGO.com. This is Brian Taylor. There are things in your life that stand out as significant, game changers even. They impact everything else you do. I'm not overstating when I say my choice to have LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision was one of those. Growing up, I had good vision. I never wanted glasses. One day in college, I realized I couldn't see the whiteboard. Finally, I broke down. I got glasses and contacts. And I was introduced to the world of irritated and dry eyes, contact solution, broken glasses, you name it. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoops Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy Now back to Real
6: Golf Radio
4: with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. This segment brought to you by the brand new Callaway Maverick Driver. Maverick's Flash Face SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence, a powerful Supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distances out there, but it takes a maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at CallawayGolf.com. And uh, I can tell you, Bob, one of the things that was interesting I didn't mention to you is not only did I hit it long, but my trajectory on it was sweet and the sound of it. Just yeah. a little less sharp than the Epic Flash. That was one thing that was kind of interesting. The Epic Flash to me was was really sharp. This one's a little bit softer sound, but still has a good uh, striking sound to it, just not quite cool. as piercing. And I loved it. I'm hitting the sub-zero, and I love how it, brought that ball flight down. The Epic uh, Flash Sub-Zero didn't bring it down as much for me. Maybe it's just the way I'm swinging right now, but, man, the tr- the traj, as Tiger would say, is uh, is pretty sweet with that new Maverick. So Anyway, check it out, and be- remember, you can win uh, one by following us on our social media pages at Real Golf or at Real Golf Radio. All right, Bob, speaking of Tiger, obviously big story this week. You know, Tiger's won eight times here at Tory Pines. Unbelievable. First of all, and, and I got some questions to ask you, but for a guy to be able to win that prolifically on one particular golf course. And Tiger's done it with several golf well, it's courses. two
3: actually during the week. Only one during the US Open.
4: Oh, okay. Well, if you want to get into it, that's fine. That they, they do play <laughs> one north course out of four, but but yes. for for him to be able to have such success consistently repeatedly what, what is it I mean you always hear this horses for courses stuff but I mean it's pretty remarkable isn't it that that he does what he does there
3: well it is it is a golf course that is um he grew up playing in southern California up in the LA area he's he, you know he played junior world there at Torrey Pines um but it's a golf course that sets up well for him because you know, Tiger's a guy that doesn't hit a lot of draws, especially off the tee. He's a guy – he can, um, and he does, but he's a guy that hits a little bit uh, like a higher left-to-right shot off the tee to, uh, to keep it a little bit straighter and that kind of thing. So it's a golf course, and in the, in the, in the two golf courses there are golf courses that that you can hit it a little higher and a little bit left-to-right and be able to control it better. Um, and then also, you know, he grew up putting those Poana greens – And although he doesn't like the surfaces as much as he does um, a bent grass or um, possibly a, you know, one of the strains of Bermuda, they are greens that he's very, he's very used to. And, um, and, and that's why he, he puts well on him.
4: Yeah. Because you got to think like, uh, you know, just up the road at Riviera, that's where he played his first PGA tour event as a kid, right? Remember he got the exemption, Correct. but he's never been able to unlock Riviera. So he hasn't won there. It's yes. not just a matter of repeatedly, repeatedly playing a golf course. And being familiar with the surfaces, it's, it's a little bit more like the design has to fit your game and your eye. That was, I always I always, always loved that question that, especially when we first started doing the show 20 years ago, you would say, how does that fit your eye? Or that, that whole fits my eye. And I was like, what does that mean? But if you stand up <laughs> on a, you know, and I've been playing down here in Southern, in uh, Southern Utah and, and, and Nevada. And when you're standing on a tee box, and Pete Dye, by the way, who passed away recently, is a lot of attention paid to him. He was a master at at, at messing with your eye, right? And, yeah, and making messing you, with
3: your the, your being comfortable with what you see.
4: Yeah. yeah. So if if you can see the lines and it fits nicely to you, then you're going to swing freer and easier, and consequently, you're going to make great shots, right? And if not, then you're going to struggle out there, and it, it has to be just something there at Torrey that fits his eye.
3: Well. It, also, the openness. Uh, Torrey is not a golf course where, or golf courses where it's it's really lined fairways um, and tight, kind of like you would see at Riviera. Riviera has a lot of um, a lot of those tight eucalyptus tree t- style fairways um, where where just as the ball starts, the fairways and and everything curve at the at the right position to where it becomes uncomfortable for a guy to work the ball one way or the other because you're going to get either in the right, in the right rough or, or through the fairway into the left rough. So, um, but uh, Tory is, is open. You can see those lines and that's why Tiger plays well there. What's your take? Uh, what, how do you, where would you put Tory amongst the, the tour rotation? Uh, I think it's a great golf course. I'm, I mean, I don't, I don't stack it up with, with the best of the best. But it is a golf course that, continue, that continues to improve. They, they've stretched it out to 7,800 yards. The USGA came in and made some modifications because the U.S. Open is going to be there next year in 2021. But it's a great golf course, and everybody loves playing there by virtue of what you see. Rory McIlroy, Tiger Woods, Tony Finau, Jordan Spieth, Mickelson. You also see Xander Shoffley and Ricky Fowler, the big guys for the most part, are there this week.
4: Yeah, there's there's obviously something to it if they continue to come back, no doubt about it. Uh, Interestingly enough, Tiger, in the beginning of the week, Lisa Cornwell from Golf Channel asked him if he felt like it was important, knowing that he was going to get repeatedly asked about getting to number 83, win number 83 in the PGA Tour, and breaking that tie with Sam Snead as the most wins ever on the PGA Tour. Is it important for him to get out to an early start and, and maybe win this week at Torrey Pines? And he said... I'm just prepping for April, of course, referring to the Masters. And he said, yep. I want to make sure I check all the boxes. He said, of course, I want to win it, Torrey, but I'm just prepping for April. Was that a deflecting comment? No. So as not to put pressure on himself,
3: or is that, no. is that actually the truth? There's, there's two thoughts. First of all, um, you take care of winning by playing shot, a shot at a time and, and a day at a time. There's a lot of golf in a tournament, and if you keep, down and keep your head down and you play well, then you got a chance to win the golf tournament at the end of the week. So that's, that's what he's focusing on as far as Tory Pines is concerned. Of course, he would love to win here this week, make it nine on, on this golf course. But everything, all the tournaments that he is playing between now and April are getting him ready to play well and peak at the Masters, and that's what these guys do. Uh, the best players in the world – always got themselves into position to peak at the majors.
4: I think it, even more to your point, Bob, while the golf world is focused on 83, yep, we all know what Tiger's focused on. 16. That's exactly right. You read my mind, right? That, the next one. Yep. Because as big as
3: it is to get 83, winning 16 is even that much bigger. And then 80, 17. 83 is going to happen. 83 is going to happen. And if he can throw 16 with it, then that's okay too. There you go. That's what I'm saying. So uh, as
4: much as he would want to win this week, I think is what he's telling us is he's got his mind on a bigger picture. We're a, now what you know right now type of society we want what's yep. in front of us and it's his chance to break 82 tie with sneed and get to 83 tiger's looking at the bigger picture and you know what by the way it just might still go on and be a win at tory pines we'll have to wait and see all right when we come back we're going to talk pga merchandise show ryan dot golfnewsnet.com joins us from orlando stay tuned you're listening to real golf radio
3: controllers, pipe, and everything they need to irrigate their golf courses. Shop where the pros shop. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest to you.
4: Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoop's Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy
5: Whether you're a casual golfer or an avid golfer, let you into golf help you fill your wish list with the season's best deals in golf, featuring special holiday offers from Titleist. Save on Titleist Pro V1, Pro V1X, and AVX golf balls for only thirty nine ninety nine a dozen, and save thirty dollars on Titleist Vokey SM7 wedges for only $119.99. And while you're there, register to win free golf balls for a year. You into golf offers an exclusive ninety day satisfaction guarantee. You into golf, helping golfers' holiday dreams come true since nineteen seventy one.
6: Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real.
4: Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. As mentioned, it is PGA Merchandise Show Week, and Bob and I have been out there, I don't know, a dozen times or so over the years, and I always love it. It's a kid-in-the-candy-store kind of thing for a golf geek like me, and it's uh, one of those things where you feel like you've made your way into somewhere you're not supposed to be and you get to reap all the benefits of it, and you get to see all the new and latest and coolest technology. It's just, if you love golf, the PGA Show is great. Golf Channel does a great job uh, with the TV cameras. And Ryan Ballinger, if you want some inside scoop from golfnewsnet.com, he is uh, the man on the scene, and he joins us right now. Hey, Ryan, happy PGA week. How are you, buddy? I'm great. Thanks, fellas, for having me on. Was that a pretty good description? I mean, it's it's kind of like uh, Disneyland for golf, huh? It is. I mean, and if
8: you've been to this thing enough times, you kind of get a little desensitized to it, but if if you get to spend time with somebody who hasn't been to this show before or hasn't been in a while or something like that, just to see the looks on their face as they kind of go around this million square foot space that is the PGA show floor and just see literally all that there is to see in golf merchandise. Uh, it's, it's pretty incredible to watch.
3: Yeah. You got the happiest place on earth with, uh, with you know the the parks there as far as uh, Disney World and all that kind of thing, and this is kind of the golf happiest place on earth for one week of the year.
1: It
8: is. I mean, for if you're a golf geek, if you love to play golf, I mean, I can't tell you the number of people over the years that said, "Can I get into there?" And maybe a member of the public that comes and just pays fifty dollars to come and see the PGA show, and it's a no, no. It's not a public thing. You know, you kind of have to be a a part of the industry to be able to. It, it just is really cool to see all kinds of people, all kinds of golf, uh, many of them, people who are entrepreneurs, who are putting their livelihood, their financial well-being on the line to present an idea to the golf community, and then mix that out with people like Titleist and Callaway and other proven companies that are showing off what, what they do. And it's, it's a really interesting mix, and it is, it is a pretty cool place to be.
4: Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com, joining us from the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando, Orange County Convention Center. And I'll tell you what, the earlier this week, The demo days, which was really my favorite one to go to because you can get hands-on and that Orange County National, the driving range that's in a circle, is pretty unique and cool to see. And um, You know, the major golf companies putting on quite the show. A lot of tour players show up at this thing, celebrities and the like. It really is quite the scene. But, man, Mother Nature kind of killed the vibe a little bit. It was freezing out there, it looked like.
8: Yeah, it seems to happen maybe every once every five years, I'd say where you get either a totally bad weather day, it just rains everything out, or you get what we had on Tuesday, where it's incredibly windy, and it doesn't seem to matter which direction you go in this 360-degree driving range, you're hitting into the wind. It's not really conducive to showing off how long the new equipment is. And so the the brands, they're trying to do their best. I mean, they're trying to show off uh, using all the technology that we now have for fitting to give these PGA professionals, uh, their underlings, people in the media like us a a better idea of what their equipment can do and what it can do, uh, for their average player. You know, if you're at the PGA professional club level, for example, and it, I mean, it was freezing. I mean, you think when you come to Florida, you're thinking, you know, it's going to be 70, 75 degrees and you could probably go around in shorts. And there were a lot of people yesterday with beanies on, uh, with full length jackets on, just trying to brave the cold and it's, it's not what you expect. But uh, again, you kind of got to make do with what the weather gives you.
3: So uh, having had that opportunity to be around there and also be on the floor today, what are some of the cool things that you saw?
8: It's always interesting to see the advances in a, in drivers and irons. I, I think that so much has changed, particularly in irons in the last five or six years that they're more like what I remember Woods' advances be uh, with drivers particular now, it feels like a lot of those advances are in forgiveness across the face, which is still a remarkable achievement, but it's kinda of a harder story to tell. Um but like I said earlier, what the most interesting thing to me about this show is people, not necessarily the big boys. I mean they they have great products and they let us know ahead of time what they're coming out with for the year. But it's people that you don't know about where you're wandering the show floor at one thirty tomorrow, I'll probably looking around and I'll find something hopefully that is captivating and interesting in a 10 by 10 booth that someone paid a lot of money for in the hopes that either someone like me or someone with a big account uh, would be interested in. And those are, that, that's where innovation comes from in our game. I mean, the, the, the companies with tremendous R and D budgets, they can innovate, they know where they're going, they have a roadmap five years in advance. But for someone who is just kind of stepping into this industry, with a good idea. I, I tremendously respect that. And that's the thing I, I hope that I see. I haven't seen it yet, but I hope I see it.
4: Ryan Balanji, golfnewsnet.com at the PGA merchandise show in Orlando. That was one of my favorite things too, right? Obviously to see the kind of technology the big boys come out with is super cool. And they do put on quite the show, no doubt. But the, the little guys that are there with some idea, a couple of things come to mind. The orange whip that was one yep. that I that I remember seeing for the first time at the PGA show. A little training aid. I always thought that was super cool. I actually bought one. There's there's a few things that I've actually purchased, to, you know, off the PGA show. And then uh, I think it's called Stick It. I'm not sure, but it it it, it you wrap your rangefinder in it. And it's got a little. It's the sleeve basically, and and then it's got a mag some really strong yep, the magnet. Magnet it. Yeah. Yeah. So those are some things that I've looked at. Not necessarily you know golf club specific, but stuff that helps me you know improve uh, my. experience. Experience on the golf course, a click gear, um, push cart. Uh, that was another one yep. that I came off the PGA show. And then those, uh, those golf boards, you know, that was revolutionary a few years ago when oh, the golf yeah. boards came out. Right. So, um, th- yeah. it's cool. Those are the kinds of things that really are fun to see what guys are thinking about.
8: One I really like today is a company called awesome golf. And once you know the backstory of it, it, it really kind of pulls you in. So there's a gentleman in the UK, his son was getting into golf. And he worked very hard to install a simulator in the garage of his home. And his son hated using the simulator because the simulator was built for adults, playing adult courses from adult tees. And he wasn't hitting it far enough to be able to have a good time. So this guy who had a software development background, he used to design video games for Sony. He decided he was going to design a simulator software for his son so he could have a good time playing golf. So he created chipping games. He created driving range games. He created golf courses using simulator software that his son could play, that any person of any caliber golfer could play and enjoy. And he walked me through it today and it was just the joy and the pride of what he had created, which was an excellent product. And hopefully three or four years from now, his 10 by 10 space will be 30 by 30 because he had a great idea and he's going to be able to bring that to the market in a way that's going to not only enhance his bottom line and help his family, but also help the game be a better game in particular.
3: A lot of players on tour, majority of players on tour, use launch monitors to help them with mm-hmm. their games. Uh, you know, we saw Dustin Johnson kind of really set his game on year and become the number one player in the world because he was able to dial in his his wedge game and that kind of thing. Uh, I read an article earlier today about about other launch monitors that are coming into the marketplace. Have you been able to look and see what's about those launch monitors?
8: Yeah, it's really interesting, that kind of lower end of the marketplace between the $500 price point. I mean, I have a FlightScope Mevo. I bought it when it came out a few years ago. Now it's $450, and at the time it was tremendously revolutionary. And now FlightScope is coming out with what they call the Mevo Plus that has 16 data points, that has more spin, that has a better idea of what your club head is doing. Uh, it's, it's a more accurate machine, and it's trying to keep up with the Skytrax of the world kind of around the $2,000 price point the kind of golfer that wants to have a simulator, maybe in their home, maybe something they can take to the range or do both, uh, but they're not willing to pay $25,000 for a track man or they can't afford that kind of setup. Um, and there's another product that we, we saw to a demo uh, on Monday called Rapsodo, which uses your phone and its camera to record your swing and then derive data points for all the images it takes over the course of that swing. And it, it's really interesting to kind of see how different companies are trying to get at the same solution where they're trying to get to something that the average person who doesn't have deep pockets can still get the kind of data or the kind of approximate, a good idea of where their game is. So when they practice, they get better. When they test clubs, they get better. Uh, they have a better idea of what's going on. While at the same time trying to make it so convenient, so easy to use that you'd be a fool not to have it. It's going to be really interesting in the next few years. as data uh, as technology improves around capturing that data. Wh- who wins in that kind of marketplace.
4: Yeah, I love that. And and a good question too there Bob, and I love that Ryan. It's that that is one of those frontiers that you have to figure will be crossed, right? I mean, um, mm-hmm. you know, a track man is, you know, it, it's surprising. Uh, I remember at the Masters last year every single person on that range had a, had a TrackMan that they set up or something equivalent. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's remarkable. They used to be sort of the anomaly. Now they're just the, that's just part of the deal. You've got a swing Given. coach and you've got a TrackMan. Well, that everything you see out there is what guys want to do and bring back to their own home course or home club. And so right. the idea of making that more affordable, I, I just have to think that we're going there and the TrackMan, the $25,000 versions are going to continue to get more and more techn- technologically advanced that they're, going to probably become the $50,000 model of the future, but there's going to be this more entry-level price point where people can enjoy essentially that kind of feedback because we're all a little bit geeky that way, and to be able to see it and understand it at the same time being outdoors and watch the ball flight as opposed to inside in the simulator, that's awesome.
8: And I saw something, I think it was a presentation from uh, Bridgestone the other day, and they said 20% of golfers have used or have been fitted on a launch monitor, 80% have not. So we still have a long way to go oh, wow. to getting the average golfer to understand what their numbers are, what it means, how do you acquire it? And I think as that education continues and more people get custom fit and more people realize the value of that, they're going to want that data on the reg. They don't want it just once every couple of years when they get clubs. They want to know where they're at on a regular basis. So I, I think the data revolution is kind of just starting in golf, of creating accessibility of that data, educating people about what that means and then turning it into actionable insights. There's still a long way to go, but it'll be exciting to see how it Kind of worked out in the
4: next few years. Hey Ryan, uh, before we let you go, do you see a trend? I mean, a lot of times you walk in and you go, okay, this this is kind of the trend this year. Everybody's looking focusing on this, or we see a lot more new products surrounding this. Uh, maybe it's CBD oil, I don't know. But but what <laughs> are, outside of that, what is what are some trends that you're seeing? Is it more in this you know automated push cart type of thing where people can walk but not carry their clubs? I see some of that. Is there anything that kind of stands out as a as a bit of a trend?
8: This may be super niche. I mean, other than CBD, of course, but uh, maybe it's super niche. But I've seen a lot of language this year around golf shoe releases that are is it designed for stability or the golf swing that uses ground force. And that has not been something I've seen a lot of language about in releases in prior years. I mean, we've gone through cycles about shoes, whether it's stability or it's comfort or it's flexibility. And this year, whether it be from FootJoy, whether it be from other innovators in the space, Uh, that are maybe challenger brands, they've talked a lot about stability to be able to use the ground to generate power in your golf swing. And I I think there's a recognition now that maybe not for you and I who learned golf at a different time, but for people who are coming up in the game, they're learning a little bit of a different set of mechanics, a little bit of different set of biomechanics are required now to play golf with the modern swing. And so that's going to make the demands on shoes a little bit different. I think that's an indicator of where we're going.
4: Mm, I like it. Hey, really, really good stuff. Uh, I know you're probably paying attention to the other coast as well, where some big boys are teeing it up this week at Tory Pines. What's your what's your take? A lot of talk about Tiger chasing 83. Uh, Rory's playing this week. I mean, what, what's what's uh, what's your thoughts on on the guys getting back after it in 2020?
8: It's Hard not to love where Rory McIlroy's game is. I mean, you. I think everyone in this this sport is trying to hope that he gets off the schneid after five years now plus five years of not winning a major championship i think everyone expects tiger's going to win 83 at some point this year i don't know if that's going to happen to tory but hey if it does that's tremendous uh, john rahm is starting to come into his own as a, a global force i think he gets a major championship this year and a lot i mean those are your kind of your three-star guys this week uh, i think has an outside chance to be able to become the number one player in the world. I think that's inevitable at this point, uh, given Brooks Kepka's injury in the off season and the reaggravation of it. So, I guess what I'm looking for this week is to kind of get a sense of where Rory is. Is he going to pick up where he left off last year? Uh, I, I like Tony Finau a lot this week. He has a great record in this tournament. He played tremendously well in the Desert Classic last week. John Rahm, I think, is going to have a huge year. Uh, and then I will. I'm really interested to see other than Tiger. I think Hideki Matsuyama is starting to get back to where he was around 2016. And it's been a long path back for him, but if he can kind of start to realize the kind of potential that he has as a professional golfer, I think the game's going to be better for it, especially going into the Olympics this year in Tokyo.
3: And, and when do you think Tiger's going to get 83, real quick? Mm,
8: I would love to tell you it's the Masters. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be cool if he goes back-to-back, becomes the third guy, first guy to ever do it back-to-back twice? Um, I hope that's the case, but I think he'll probably get in the Florida swing. Although he does love to seem does seem to like the WGC Mexico course, so I think maybe between uh, Chapultepec and maybe the API, he figures it out.
4: Well, he would tie Jack with six green jackets while passing Snead with eighty-three wins. That would be something, huh? And going the back to back, so yeah, yeah. So he does, he does have a flair for the historic and the dramatic. So uh, you never know. Pretty good call. Hey, Ry, thanks so much for your time, man. Really appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of your time there at the PGA Show in Orlando. We'll catch up to you soon. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it, as always. You got it. Ryan Ballinger, golfnewsnet.com. Give him a follow on social as well as on his page at golfnewsnet.com. Some great fantasy insights there, too. If you're into fantasy golf, uh, you definitely want to check Ryan out. All right, short break. show continues next.
3: When it comes to putting, alignment is arguably the most important part of the equation. Okay, let's face it. If you're not lined up correctly, the odds of you making anything are next to nothing. Which is why Odyssey continues to set the standard for performance with the new triple track putters.
4: The distinct triple track alignment lines that you've seen on Callaway Golf Balls, they're now featured on the new triple track putters from Odyssey.
3: It's shocking how much easier it is to line up your putts.
4: Wow. Triple track technology utilizes a principle called, you ready for this, Vernier
3: Hyperacuity what? To improve your alignment and your putting accuracy. That's that same visual technology used to land jets on aircraft carriers. Hey, now that's reliable and accurate. And once you're lined up, you can focus on making a great stroke. Just like Bob always does,
4: which is even easier since every triple track putter has a multi-material consistency enhancing stroke lab shaft that's been winning major championships and dominating at
3: tour events around the world. Get lined up with the new triple track putters at odysseygolf.com. Odyssey, the number one putter in golf
2: at the first tee it's the little things in life we pick up hey thank you that make for a successful future thank you you're welcome thanks oh you dropped this because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course hey thanks to learn more visit thefirsttee.org.
4: Callaway knows you can't create new distance by doing the same old, same old. It takes unconventional thinking to create something transformative, and that's what Callaway did with the new Maverick driver. Maverick's Flashface SS20 was designed using artificial intelligence. A powerful supercomputer tested and refined thousands of virtual prototypes until it created Callaway's fastest, most forgiving driver possible. New distance is out there. It takes a Maverick to find it. Explore Maverick Drivers at CallawayGolf.com.
1: Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a lamp can grip.
4: What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard-of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Schauffele, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now, ChromeSoft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com.
6: You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade.
2: You've
4: started it.
6: That's real golf radio.
4: Hi, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Thanks for joining us. Really appreciate Ryan Balangie for stopping by and we're going to continue talking PGA merchandise show in Orlando. It wasn't exactly the warm weather uh, that you always hope for in Orlando as Ryan mentioned and uh, that's okay though because uh, the products are hot as they say and uh, one of those companies with always hot products, the engines for many of the uh, metalwoods that you might play. Irons as well uh, is uh, the shaft company. Our friends at Fujikura Golf. Jeremy Butler is the Director of Sales and Operations and kind enough to join us once again. JB, how are you, man? Hey, guys. I'm doing great. Uh, greetings from Orlando. Yeah, Hope thanks. well with you guys. Well, you know, it's um, Bob and I have kind of split up a little bit, you know, up in northern Utah and then down in southern Utah and Mesquite. Or there's, uh, I'm chasing a little sunshine. I saw I wasn't going to get a whole lot of it in Orlando, so I headed uh, southern Utah, northern Nevada.
7: Yep. Uh, we had the uh, the frost blow through for a couple days here for sure. So it was, it was different.
4: Yeah. It's, it, ha- it seems to happen every few years. It, it just, uh, unfortunately, but Hey, listen, uh, a little testimonial. So last year you guys fit me into Ventus blue and I had that in my Epic flash and uh, Callaway when they came out with the new uh, Maverick driver, I said, Hey, I've got this uh, golf trip that I'm going on playing in a three day event I said, Do you think you can have me one before before next week? And of course, the guys there—they were awesome. Showed up at my house a couple days before. I really only had a chance to make three or four swings with it in a simulator, and I just popped the Ventus Blue right out of my gamer uh, driver from the Epic Flash right into the uh, the new um, Maverick, and just took it out. And I'm telling you, man, uh, right out of the car, four-hour drive, stepped onto the tee, and just shredding it. It's absolutely money. Um, driver head is great, uh, but I have to give a little bit of love to the Ventus because uh, I mean you know it, it's it's nice to know that hey this is something that works as you transition to something new so I uh, just wanted to give you a little love there man I love that Ventus blue
7: appreciate that pal yep it's uh you are not alone in in what we've seen happen for fo- for folks it's been a great year Ventus has been a home run grand slam hit for us and uh we've we've been so excited uh, you're playing the blue there's a couple other options for those that need a different launch profile as well, so we're we're excited for it to continue on
3: into so twenty twenty. Isn't that nice when you get tested for a shaft? You can figure it out. You get you get it set for things, and then you can uh, you can feel totally comfortable when you put it in, in a new type of head and that kind of thing, just like you've been. But tell us about the other two colors, the red and the black of the Ventus. Yeah, so, so
7: we launched the blue originally that Brian got fit into and, and worked great. And, and later in the year, we launched the blue, the uh, red and the black models to kind of give us a little bit of a higher launch and a lower launch uh, options within the Ventus family. Same VeloCore technology that's, that we introduced in the blue, we put into these red and black models. So red gives you a little bit of a higher launch. Um, it's got a little bit. Different overall profile to it, a little stiffer butt section, a little softer towards the tip, where the blue is a very stiff tip with a softer butt section. So little change-up, but it get you a little higher ball flight out of the red. And then the black came about to be able to really support the tour guys in, in depth, those guys who are looking for a low launch, low spin, pretty stiff product to it. So black is stiff, overall profile, low launch, low spin. So kind of goes along with with what we've done in our families previously. If you typically see a red shaft, that's your higher launch. A blue shaft, that's your mid-launch. And a black or a white shaft is your low launch.
4: Ah, a little key, color-coded key there. Good to know. Good to pick up on it if you're following along at home, for sure. Uh, Jeremy Butler, Fujikura Golf, joining us here from the PGA Merchandise Show in Orlando. So I'll, I will give you this uh, feedback. Uh, I've, uh, it, 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 the blue is definitely the right shaft for me. I like that little softer feel in the grip section because it it, it helps me know it's there. Right. So I like to feel that flex in my hands, but then I want to make sure that the driver head is not moving around or the three wood. I have it in my three wood as well. I want to make sure that there's a lot of stability there as I go through it. And, and essentially that's my that's my load profile, right, JB? Talk a little bit about that because just because that works for me doesn't mean that that's what somebody else, that even if we shoot similar scores, would have that similar uh, shaft because of the way that I'm loading that up in my swing, right? That's 100% true. Even somebody, Brian, you've got two guys that might even
7: have the same clubhead speech, right, if you're looking at that type of number, but they load the shaft differently from the top some guys are hard from the top some guys are smooth and get the clip head speed as they come down through you know bottom out their swing now uh, you know flip your wrist those type of things that go into it so those are the things that our club fitters at at Fujikara are our tour reps and then also guys that work as our target dealers, where you can get custom fit they're looking at those load profiles you know you talk about liking liking a little softer butt section you like to be able to feel it load because you got a nice smooth swing if you're herky-jerky hard fast from the top we need to stiffen that butt section up a little bit for you so that the, the shaft can keep up with what you're trying to do from from the top of the swing so all that goes into the design of how we do it and why there are different models we know one model doesn't fit everybody and and that's a great example of it you brought up there brian
3: so you, so we've talked about Ventus and there's another shaft that you've just, uh, introduced, which is the Matori X.
7: Correct. Yep. Matori X. We introduced, uh, to the, uh, PGA tour last week in the desert at the American express, uh, the, the tour reps and the tour players kind of got their first looks at it. So Matori X, X being the number 10, it's been 10 years since we introduced the original Matori line of shafts Wow and they came in the Matori F1, Matori F3. So, yeah, 10 years. Can you believe it? That's I mean, amazing, crazy. yeah. Yeah. So uh, what we did with that is there's there's two launch profiles in the Maturi. Uh, as an homage to the original original line, F1 is your low launch, low spin, stiffer profile. Comes in 60, 70, 80 grams. And uh, then the F3 model would be your mid-launch. Comes in 50, 60, 70 gram products. So for the guy who, needs to, who wants to get it up in the air a little bit more or needs a little help getting it up in the air, the F3 model is a great option for that. Um, get a nice uh, piercing trajectory to it with a moderate to low spin. If you need to keep the spin down and the launch down, guy's a little stronger swinger, you move to the F1 model, brings the flight down to that super piercing trajectory, keeps the spin low, and uh, it, it's all based on feel as well. So a little stiffer overall profile on the F1. Software overall profile on the F three, and the cool part about them is we took what we've learned from the Ventus line and from our Enso three D fitting system, and we've used those technologies and incorporated them into this tenth anniversary edition, the Matori X of our Matori line. So, same multi-material bias core. You know, we're getting I'm getting in the weeds. I know, but this is what we love to talk about, right? So. Uh, what we learned with Velocore and Ventus, we've taken that technology, made a, taken a, a variation of it and put it into this Notori X line.
4: And then, you know, I think a lot of people, they look at the the shaft and they think, I'm picking it out on the graphics, something that looks cool, maybe matches the head of the, the driver I'm using and the rest of it's all just graphite. I mean, really? Is there, yep. is there this kind of stuff going on? I'm sure that's a large segment of the market is just like, it's just graphite. What's, what's the difference? It's paint. Right. If only we could get that extreme education out there. And
7: and that's why you go get fit at it. That's why you go get fit at a, at a charter dealer. One of our charter dealers, you know, these guys know what they're doing. They know that there's different, uh, you know, our, our engineering group calls it levers. We can pull, we different, we pull different level levers in the shaft design. You, and, and that's one of the things in the Matori X, the, the butt section of the shaft, Alex and his team, they tighten the torque up a little bit just in the butt section to help us um, promote clubhead speed coming through in the impact zone. So little things that we can do, that's the joy of graphite. Graphite, from, different from steel, is I can put a stiffer or a softer or a stronger or a heavier material in any location of that shaft and adjust that one section of the shaft only.
3: So, so we're talking about shafts for for all people and the different profiles and that kind of thing and getting fit tell us how they're received especially the we know the ventus has been received already through the pga tour what about what about the motori x and and are they kind of splitting between those two or or what's going on with those chefs
7: well right now guys guys are so used to ventus you know, we we've actually you know, this week at the Farmers, we, we've had the highest number of vents in play we've had over the past year since we introduced it. So guys are coming around to it. They're, they've spent some time testing with it, with it. They feel comfortable with it, and we have various options for them. Um, I know I saw the numbers. We had a couple of the new Matori X go in play this week. Someone put an F1 in. Someone put an F3 in. So we're excited that just two weeks are really one week into introduction and we've had two guys already say, I liked it enough. I work, I play golf for a living. My paycheck depends on it. I'm going to put it in play.
4: Nice. Hey, JB, uh, just a minute ago, we had Ryan Balangie from GolfNewsNet.com on the show, and he mentioned, Bob asked him about all the, the you know, TrackMan launch monitor type products that are out there, and they seem to be getting more and more prevalent. And in, in a lot of ways, there's more entry-level products available for, uh, you know, the more average consumer as opposed to the expensive TrackMan. Do you guys see in your business, or what is the trend? Is it are, Does that help you? Do you see guys that are paying more attention to once they start getting those devices, and they can see spin rates and launch angles and all that kind of stuff, does that start to to help them to dial in and and become more interested in custom fitting?
7: Uh, No doubt about it. And, you know, you see it from the proliferation from the best players in the world that are on tour. They have their own track, man. They have their own, you know, device that measures launch and spin and speeds. So as the the club fitter world uh, gets that available more to the masses, you know, the, the general public guy goes in, he can go to a retail store. He can go to a custom club builder and they have that equipment there, whether that be flight scope, track foresight, GC quad, those, any of those type of things. And they then can actually hit and see what their numbers are, you know, spin numbers. Guys are looking, you know, why do I hit this balloon ball? Well, my, my current shaft head combination, Generates a lot of club, a lot of spin on the ball. I need to make a change either in my club head or in my shaft. And if I can reduce the spin, then I get those balls that roll out to 301 in the middle of the fairway like Brian Taylor. ha <laughs>
4: <laughs> I did have a little fun this week with uh, posting some uh, some tweets. I was surprised. I, was, I had fun with it. It's it's always fun to put a new product in play. You're excited about it, and then when you see the results for the first time, literally with. And again, I'm I'm rusty. I have not gotten out there and, and uh, hit balls at all, and to see it perform was was pretty awesome. And uh, you know, hey, got to got to throw like I said in the beginning. low love to Ventus Blue because uh, threw that gamer shaft right into the new Maverick and, and away I went. So hey, JB, thanks so much for your time, man. Enjoy the rest of the show, and uh, always. a Pleasure to get into the the details about the engine of the club, which of course is the shaft.
7: My pleasure, Phyllis. You know I like talking about shafts with you anytime.
4: All right, there you go. Jeremy Butler is the director of sales and operations for Fujikura Golf. Check out FujikuraGolf.com for more info. We'll take a short break. More Real Golf Radio next.
3: I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified.
4: Hey, ever wonder how your favorite golf courses in Utah look so good? Pros and golf superintendents agree you should turn to Mountainland Supply for your turf irrigation needs. Mountainland Supply is the exclusive Rainbird golf distributor in Utah. What does that mean for you? When you need irrigation products for your lawn, you can trust Mountainland Supply will not only have what you need, but they can assist you in designing your sprinkler system with smartphone technology controllers, drip irrigation, pipe parts, and tools. Go to mountainlandsupply.com to find the location nearest you. Finally, I had LASIK surgery from Hoop's Vision. This was a game changer. No more contacts, no more solution, no more glasses. Instantly, I could see. It was so easy.
6: You're listening to Real Golf Radio.
4: Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. It's time for our Hoops Vision. See what you've been missing. Check out Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com where you can mention Real Golf Radio and save $1,000 on LASIK procedure. People come from all over the world to the best, and they're at Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. Bob, what are we missing this week?
3: Well, you know, Tiger Woods has known has been known for not doing much with his irons and, and keeping the lofts and shafts and everything all the same. Well, they still are the same uh, for this year, the irons that he's been playing with. But he has thrown a new driver and some fairway woods into his bag as well as a new Bridgestone golf ball. So that's that's what you're missing this week.
4: All right, so a lot of attention being paid to the woods and the new stuff that he's putting in the bag. But did you know... He's keeping pretty much everything else in his bag the same. And why not? It's been working very well. He did say if the new woods aren't, aren't there, he's got his old trusty standing by just yep. in case. All right, uh, coming up on the back nine, hour number two, we'll welcome in um, our good friend, America's favorite caddy. And then we're going to do something a little unique. Oftentimes, the caddy, after we're done recording the interview, I just leave it rolling because sometimes he just goes off on some pretty funny stuff. We're going to replay some Caddy Uncut. Stay tuned. The Back Nine, hour number two is next.